I think usually the comment section open in the YouTube video, and I'd love to see all the trollers and misogynist men be like, "Oh my God, these two, you know, privileged girls, nepo kids, nepo kids, but hardworking nepo kids." Yeah, that yeah, that yeah. For sure. I'm not a rags to riches story, but definitely a riches to more riches story. Be like, hey, Devita, ye saraf ki ladki achhi lagti hai. Magar shaadi ke baad bhi kam karegi kya? Listen, please go find yourself some basic bitch. Hi, Devita. How are you? I'm good, Bunny. How are you? I am very good too. Thank you for coming. I know you've just gone through painful dental surgery, and you've still made it. So thank you so much for coming and sparing your time for us. Well, the commitment is a commitment, isn't it? Yeah, I know. That I know you always adhere to. That is you, true. I I knew you'd come. I was a little <laughs> afraid, but I knew you'd come despite the pain. So thank you for coming while experiencing pain. But um, you know, we were very curious about your story, and the reason we wanted to have you. was because you know you've been so inspiring for young women entrepreneurs um you were 24 when you started view and um you know what was the reaction of your family like were they like this is great you must do something of your own or were they a little you know sort of did they have reservations what was that experience like well uh, they weren't surprised at all that i'm in business because i've sort of been groomed to be in business i started uh, training under the tutelage of my grandfather from the time I was 4 or 5 years old. Yeah. By the time I was 12 I was attending dealer meetings, I was 16, I was going for trade shows abroad. Wow. I was 18, I left for the US to study. Yeah. And then I came back and I joined the family business. Hmm. And I think I come from a very thankfully gender equal family. Yeah. So I have an older brother who's in the AI space and he's really smart. Yeah. So it's not like I was shoved into the business for lack of uh, an heir or something. <laughs> Although I always joke that he's the heir and I'm the spare. <laughs> However, I think my family has always been very uh, futuristic and progressive, hmm. and they felt that I should definitely be focusing on my career. Yeah. Yes, they did think I joined my family business, which I did. Zenith Computers. I was there from the time I was sixteen till I was twenty-four, training, yeah. studying, etc. Yeah. But I really felt two things: that there was a shift in the market, and I wanted to build a brand that was more relevant yeah. to the burgeoning economy in India. Yeah. The second thing, I think, I always say that you know, share ka bacha share hota hai. So the child of an entrepreneur is also an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. We yeah. have that explorer in us, you know, do things our yeah. way. We want to like try it all out. So I think the business plan was not something that they were completely sold on. Yeah. Because you know a luxury brand in India all those years ago was like no no it's a very small market. Yeah. But they were very supportive uh, in every way and so I could at least get it off the ground. Yeah. And uh, they've always been so. Yeah. And exactly because you know I mean I am also the daughter of an entrepreneur and that curiosity and Almost that risk-taking propensity. It runs in you. That's how you're raised. So yeah. it's it's not like unobvious that that is you know what you would choose as your field of work. Of course, the industry can be different, the product or service can be different. Correct. But I think entrepreneurship sometimes comes so naturally. You know, if you've seen it around you in your family. Yeah. But um, what I have really liked about you personally is that you've been very real and honest about. coming from privilege <laughs> yeah. right like you said yourself look i am a nepo baby but but i'm a hard working nepo baby so yes. you know has it been um, the case where some of your achievements you feel have been dismissed because you come from privilege 
you know what i do find that i used to write for the wall street journal mm. uh, years ago at an op-ed column mm. and my uh, editor back then he said that some 97% of the negative comments that they get on wsj as a platform digitally were from indians and so i find that people in india generally you know coming from a mix of democracy yet yeah. not a meritocracy yeah. there is a lot of resentment and opinion and then the internet just becomes a place yeah. for these people and now the audience of course is called trollers etc having said that i would say you know most of us today in india i'll be very honest have had some privilege or the other yeah. i mean yeah one privilege is that your family has a business that you know that's been set up and you inherit but even i've seen so many indian parents sacrifice for their children to have the best education yeah. or you know really work hard to give them the best uh, value system so there's so much that indian parents do for their children across the board i think we're all privileged yeah. it's not just those in a business yeah. anyone even today who went to iit iim whatever cannot point a finger yeah. to someone in a family business and say you're privileged yeah. because we also know that there were 10 more people who went into what you got yeah so why should i uh, you know uh, be apologetic Absolutely. or worse make some kind of fake story <laughs> of being rags to riches when that's not who i am Yeah, you're not rags to riches, and yeah. that's great. And I remember you said something even better when <laughs> I heard you for the first time. And please tell us what you said. So, <laughs> I think we met when we I was speaking at the Krada Youth yeah. Conference in Jaipur, and it was very clear. I said, uh, "I'm not a rags to riches story, but definitely a riches to more riches story." Which is brilliant. And I think it's very important, especially for women. I feel very passionate about this, where financial freedom honestly is not about having just a rich husband or a rich father. Yeah, it's about having the freedom to spend the money. Yeah, which comes. and of course when you make and control that money yeah. so even if you do riches to riches it's also a question of who's controlling that riches absolutely and i think that has been very important for me to build together on myself and inspire women too absolutely because you know at the end of the day um so many women in india especially because they are not um, you know asked or even nurtured to be financially independent um even if they come from wealth and they marry into wealth maybe sometimes even more wealth than what they came from they end up staying in marriages unhappy because they just don't have the financial freedom so it's so important to actually be financially independent and it doesn't even matter whether you know you're making crores or lakhs or thousands but at least if you can pay your rent if you know you can have the freedom to make decisions for your own self to be the architect of your life correct i think that's good enough and everyone should aspire to do that i think parents need to tell their daughters that you have you should be financially independent i think you know what happens is and i have a couple of friends in the fintech space who really tried to change this norm of financial education for women but even in very affluent houses there's the mindset of tumhe kya chahiye puch lo hum to na kabhi na bolte hain you know take what you want yeah but that doesn't necessarily give you financial knowledge or discipline correct it's better to say okay make your own bank account yeah. you have some source of stipend yeah. but manage it yeah. put in your own investments yeah. grow your it. own bills yeah. understand how the banking system works yeah. so i think for all of us in school we learn so spend so much time learning like physics chemistry maths and instead of that if they teach us like banking finance yeah. and independence in finances will be much more important yeah. which has to be taken as part of your education 
correct and not like an extra curricular i mean we are not doing calculus na in our businesses at no, the I've end of the day no i never used it after i same same so <laughs> i've also not used it after financial arithmetic in college and it was quite pointless and thankfully i studied finance so you know i knew the universe correct uh, but for someone who hasn't correct um it's financial intelligence and financial education is very very, very important. important i think uh, some women almost consider it a badge of honor and you know bani you and i both come from privileged backgrounds right and some women consider it almost a badge of honor to say that oh babe i've never worked <laughs> or like you know i'm married to so and so i'm xyz's <laughs> daughter or something and i'm like you know what you just sound incredibly stupid <laughs> i agree you know, I, because all of us also have the option to not work yeah, we do yeah i you agree know? so i don't think women should uh, consider any more that coming across as like this you know uh in great gatsby as this said as they said there's nothing better for a woman to be more than just a beautiful fool yeah. i don't think women in 2023 and beyond should ever consider that a badge of honor that they're taken care of or that like this one's wife or daughter or all of us come from that yeah please be yourself yeah sign your own checks yeah learn something <laughs> completely i could not agree more and i felt the same way because of course of course it's so common in the south delhi south bombay culture also yeah. na like they're surrounded by people and it's not that they're not nice people i'm just like this cannot be what you pride yourself for like you know ke oh i don't need to do anything is not a nice feeling yeah. to yeah. live with <laughs> so do better no better but yeah. tell us devita you know people in certain industries especially you know tech like mine which is real estate they tend to historically not have taken women very seriously right because they have been very very male dominated spaces yeah has that happened with you where when you started out people were just not taking you seriously because you were a woman they were like sexist yeah that happens all the time i think especially in uh, trade yeah you know when i deal with a lot of people in smaller towns people who are in biggest places also who are in the trading business other than the very educated knowledge sectors yeah so the knowledge sectors are a lot more equal Correct. i find because what happens is whatever age gender background religion whatever you may have at the end of the day it's about your knowledge and your skill set correct but when it comes to the trade there's a lot more bias very often they've never dealt with a woman in business hmm. so you also have to sometimes cut them some slack that they, you may be the first woman they've dealt with yeah and you sort of have to set the pace Yeah. of how they treat you yeah they almost become awkward only they almost like ki madam aayi hai pant pehni hai you know modern si lagti hai hum handshake kare namaste kare hum kya kare so you can see that that you know if you if you keep that little bit of an offended feminist aside yeah and understand and be empathetic that the person doesn't know how to offend doesn't yeah. want to offend you they just don't just know better they just don't know how yeah you know then you have to cut them some slack and be a bit more forthcoming with you know making them feel comfortable with doing business with yeah. you however if there's a situation where it's just pure sexism or oh, completely give it back yeah it's your boardroom it's your business teach that man a lesson yeah. and you don't want to do business with them even better yeah teach them a very verbal lesson and send them back what have you said to someone who was blatantly sexist whilst being educated where you just felt like you know what this is appalling and i'm not going to stand for it I think uh, one of the things that's been very offensive to me is that whenever I have found uh, you know I've spoken to certain investors oh they are the worst 
They're the worst. Yeah. And uh, some, I don't know what charms they get by thinking that, you know, someone from IIT, IIM is going to make them a billion dollar business. Hmm. But if someone comes from a family background, they are just not equipped to grow. Yeah. I don't know what that bias is all about. It's like yeah. a reverse bias happening. And yeah. In the investing world, like being in a family business is a negative. Yeah. And so I've had meetings where someone would say, literally called my company. Uh, oh, at the end of the day, yours is nothing but a hobby business. Oh. And I said, oh, but guess what? My hobby business made me the richest self-made woman in India under 40. And who are well you? Well done. <laughs> well done. Oh, well, I guess. So I think sometimes you kind of have to also realize that that's a strength where people underestimate you. Yeah. So this worked really well for me in my industry where people would constantly write me off and they'd be like, oh, it's a cute little business. Yeah. Or they got lucky with, you know, retail or online or something or something. And so my competition didn't take me seriously. So we could grow very healthily under the radar. Yeah. With constantly people being like, Abhi band ho jayega. <laughs> so, you know, we will finish them off. And yeah. by the time we became this really big fish, yeah. then they're like, oh shit, now what? So now what, yeah. I think if you're a woman and you're, you know, tiny and cute and people underestimate you, you have to have what's called a judo strategy. Hmm. You have to use your competitor's strength against them. Hmm. You know, you have to be this very flexible, pliable, fast person yeah. who they don't know how to handle at that size and uh, lack of speed. Yeah. So everything is not a negative, you know, sometimes uh, it's good. Yeah. You know, when you have guys in a meeting, people are very on guard because they feel like we don't want to tell them too much. Yeah. But for women in the meeting, people tend to get into a bit of advisory mode, sometimes a little Everyone friendly Everyone wants to mode. give you gyan. <laughs> they give you, give you gyan, yeah. use it. Yeah, yeah, use it. I remember sitting in a meeting and I was sitting with bankers. And, you know, I have now, I've studied real estate. I, my first job was in real estate. I've been working in this space now for nine years. Mm. And um, and my younger brother is two years younger than me and he's also fully involved in the business and we work together and he's brilliant. Um, and we were sitting and these bankers and he had just kind of joined the business a few years after me, right? Yeah. They didn't even look at my face. So they're going on having this conversation with my brother and it's literally like I didn't exist in the room and I remember of course I was younger also this is a few years ago and I was deeply offended and you know once it happened I kind of let it pass because I was just upset about it and I was yeah. just like how could they the next time I was like you know what I'm gonna tell these uncles off <laughs> and I did and I told them you know after my brother left the room that you know I just want to tell you very politely that I know maybe it was not intentional but uh, you know you weren't even looking at me and having a conversation and I think that's very sexist. So I actually called them wow, out. Wow, good for you. Yeah, and said that to them. And, you know, good on them. They did apologize to me. And they said exactly what you said before, which is that, you know, we're actually not used to working with Correct. women. Correct. We have one woman in the office. So, you know, maybe subconsciously we don't know better. Correct. But, Correct. you know, this won't happen again. Correct. So I think it's important for women in business also to sometimes just stand up and say, look, I understand maybe you're not used to it but it's kind of not okay. And if I don't tell you that it's not okay, you'll probably do it again to somebody else who may or may not have the courage to say that to you. Correct. So, correct. you know, we have to break that pattern. So, you can tell them off and you can do it in a very dignified way as well and get, and you know, the message across. And take it personally. You know, sometimes yeah. it's important 
to understand the context right and that's what leadership is all about you're dealing with such different people yeah you have to have an eye to understand that when is it that they genuinely have never dealt with it yeah and when is it when they just want to give you a hard time because of correct gender, correct and not take it personally and know what strategy works yeah. for each person did you get a hard time because of age also uh because you were so young when you started off I guess yeah but you know what I don't think all these things have really mattered to me because I think my personality has always been a little larger than who I am as yeah. a person but my brother does say that you know there's this famous movie that came out I think in the 2000s or something called Sea Biscuit yeah. it's about this tiny horse that competes with all the big horses yeah and the thing is the horse cannot see itself right yeah. so it does not know that it's so much smaller yeah so I think sometimes what happens is I'm not aware as much or what i look like and come across in a meeting because in my head i've been the big boss since i was 4 yeah so the way i speak it may be comical at some point for people that you know even as a young child i've always been someone who is very strict and proper but uh, and also extremely confident right oh yeah all the time yeah. and uh, i think it it does uh, i've always liked giving the little bit of an unexpectedness to people yeah. uh, the gender and age thing always just makes it more interesting yeah. but i don't think it's held me back at any way yeah. in fact now i'm a little bit annoyed because i keep getting these young entrepreneur awards and i'm like dude i've been getting them for like two decades like calm down now <laughs> <laughs> but theek hai take it now how many young you look young so now accept it gracefully young entrepreneur awards are you going to give me man yeah till so 50 now you will be you, if you look young if you feel young, and then you keep think, accepting the young entrepreneurs and i think it's also very important you know i had a magazine cover shoot two days ago yeah and i was really had like a very strict like workout regimen strict diet regimen preparing myself everything and i do feel a lot of people who build a business are so focused on the health of their business yeah that they're not focused on themselves yeah and so they have like a superb top line or they have really great growth plans but when you see that person he just looks like he's going to die of some <laughs> lifestyle disease bp or diabetes or something yeah and i think that's why it's important to maintain your youthfulness as a yeah. entrepreneur because you are the source of energy that's growing this business absolutely right? people derive that energy in your from team you, from you you yeah so if you are only dull and if you're always dying Can and I, if you're just like lacking any sort of enthusiasm whatsoever your team is going to be exactly like that they're going yeah. to replicate your energy and also i think abroad what happens is when they hire ceos they make them go through very stringent fitness tests hmm. in india if they did that na half yeah. <laughs> hardly when he see us left so i think it's very important when you talk of young and youthfulness hmm. is as an entrepreneur maintaining your physical health maintaining your mental health maintaining your uh, enthusiasm for life yeah is as important as your subject knowledge or skill set etc couldn't agree more you know finally that was actually going to be my next question that brand devita is this right is that of course you've built a phenomenal company uh, the company does great great numbers it's extremely profitable the margins are fantastic but also you are this person who enjoys you know fashion and dancing and you know you like being yourself uh, authentically um what was the reaction of the sobo uncles <laughs> as you were building the brand devita I think uh, unfortunately I find that a lot of family business environments whether it's in India anywhere in Delhi or Mumbai or Chennai or Kolkata 
even in the US, etc. I find that uh, family business environments are often two or three generations behind in their thinking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I remember even when I was uh, starting my business and there'd be articles about me, uh, it would not be taken well in the South Bombay circle. It would yeah. be like, you know, oh my God, like she, she's in the newspaper. and been on the front page of newspapers also. On the front page of newspapers, front yeah. page of magazines. I've had people call up the magazine editor and be like, hey, Devita, this Sarafi girl looks good. But she'll do what she'll do after marriage. Oh, wow. And then like, I'd literally have like big business family owners be like, yeah, but you know, your daughter is too high profile and you know, that doesn't work well in our khanda or our drama. Oh. And I was like, listen, first of all, your son is not even worth that. <laughs> and now the same people forget the daughters or son, the same aunties will call and come in. who's doing your social media? Ah, now uh, they want the kids to do like it. Photographer. Like, ah, yeah. what happened to me being too high profile for your yeah. yeah. So I think what happens is if, we, if you have the gumption to be the first person, you know, to show you are, to be fashionable, to be the face of your business, to, yeah. you know, be open about your personal life or social life or whatever it may be. Yeah, in the beginning, there will be a lot of people who will spit out their morning tea when they read the papers <laughs> or something. But that also then becomes very quickly followed and copied because they just want yeah. the one person to take the leap. Like yeah. I bought a house for myself uh, some years back. It took me three years to build it because I'm a big design and you know detail oriented person. And it was very uh, shocking. Yeah. For the South Bombay uncles, oh my God, now daughters bought a house of her own. Yeah. Not and now even, uh, they would be less shocked if you rented it, but bought. Like bought. you actually invested in bought. your name. Bought and bought in the most expensive building. It's not yeah. like I bought some small place. Yeah. Now six other girls I know in the same circle have bought their own houses and I'm like, oh, this whole real estate industry owes me royalty <laughs> for setting these, no. Send me these people in the north also, yeah. <laughs> I will, I'll come into a whole campaign why yeah. we should buy houses. Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, I mean, it's not just uh, South Bombay, I find across the world, you will find in their desire to hold on to some kind of tradition or values or whatever they call it. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, you know, my brother calls it the morality of a molehill, you know, very like mm. queen bee society yeah. where they're deciding everyone's lives. But I'm very fortunate that my family has always placed family above society. Yeah. That lokya kahenge was something they genuinely didn't give a damn yeah. for. Yeah. So whatever my extra personality has been, They've always been very comfortable with it, you know. They've yeah. never been like, hey, what will someone say? Yeah. You know, so in fact, uh, I remember I had a cousin of mine who told me when I was, uh, you know, that, oh, you know, now you should meet a guy and you should not talk about yourself and you should like focus on him and this and that. And, you know, you should come here in the ads and, you know, you're not a white man. What is wrong with you? Why are you doing this? And then when I came in my own ad with the whole model CEO thing that happened, which Forbes called me when the ad came out. My dad literally was like, send this picture to that cousin of yours. <laughs> yeah, because people are like that. And thankfully, you know, I totally resonate with what you're saying because my family, you know, we grew up, my uh, dad used to say this and he would instill this in us. He's like, Dunya ka sabse bada rogue. <laughs> you know, so just don't care. You do you, you be you, you be happy as a parent. The only thing I want is that you be happy. So you be your boisterous, gregarious, authentic self and just do what you want. And everybody else around you I eventually will adjust. I think it's meaningful. I think what happens is today in India, 
there are a lot of things, systems which are very outdated, which are being held on to in the name of sanskar or whatever you say. How much we get settled down, settled down now? But there is no relevance to like a lot of those systems honestly were made for women or the world of a different era. But today's global world, you know, what we're doing is very on point. That's why we're competitive. So do you, should I follow where the world is going in the world of business? Or should I follow what these people who did business like 20, 30 years ago did? And also what their sort of archaic perception of life a good life is, right? Yeah, like be married by 25, have a kid by 30, la la la, that whole thing just doesn't stop. Yeah. So do you, you also, do you get a lot of like, abhi tum shaadhi kar lo, abhi umar nikal jayegi, and log kitna intimidate honge tum se, you know, you're too, you're too much for an ordinary man. I do get all kinds of, you know what always cracks me up is that in India this whole single shaming is a very uh, acceptable thing. Yeah, right? I agree. So the same people who call her, oh ho, abhi bitta, you know, shadi karlo, ya abhi kaun milega, or you'll be too big. Compromise karlo, settle karlo. And their own kids are so miserable. <laughs> So at one side, I have to listen to this from like the parents who are like, you know, oh, shadi kar lo, bitta. And then the other side is I have their kids who over a drink will be like, oh, babe, I got so stuck. I didn't want to get married. I would have been Elon Musk if my father had not married me off. Some guy will be like, oh, hey, my wife and I, we don't get. I'm like, you know what? If you have an opinion on marriage, yeah. by all means, not even your children, keep it to yourself. Because yeah. this... Also, this Indian system, I feel, of parents being so over-involved yeah. in who their kids marry and what they do, I think it was made during child marriage days. Yeah. So when the child is 12 or 13 in a village and their parents decide this is who you're going to marry and this is what you're going to do, yeah. made sense. But today you're 30 years old, you're educated and independent, that system should not be there. Yeah. Chairman Mao banned uh, arranged marriage in China in 1929 in the Cultural Revolution. Yeah. In India, that parampara <laughs> is still going on. And it cracks me up because the same people who talk so big about marriage, yeah. when I actually know like behind those happy social media pictures, what's going on. Oh I'm man. like, <laughs> this happy social media pictures of couples, Oh is my God. just like so fake because I know so many couples who are miserable in their relationships who barely even spend any time together but I think two people give others a lecture in their house because the ones who are happy don't care only and the ones who are happy don't want to lecture you yeah so they are happy they're doing their own thing they're happy for you also in whatever you're doing correct correct yeah, it doesn't so matter it's very comical to be honest yeah. when I hear a lot of these things you often don't know what to say in, as a rebuttal because you've always been taught, of course, to be very uh, well-mannered in yeah, the environment kind, that yeah. you've grown up in. Yeah. But when you look at it from a larger picture, they're telling someone to get married. Are you being happy being married? Are your kids happy being yeah. married? Yeah. So I think the whole Indian system of uh, uh, personal life, yeah. I think women have gone professionally really well. Yeah. But personally, I think there's... Uh, they need role models, they need change, they need uh, new things coming up. Yeah, and you're going to be one of them. <laughs> I am going to be one of them. Tell me something, Devita. Has your success as an entrepreneur, as a woman entrepreneur, intimidated men a lot? No, in fact, I find the opposite. What I find nowadays is very interesting. 
that there was a lot of men where this mindset was the woman has to put herself down. Yeah. And I genuinely, and I sound like a total business graduate saying this, but I just didn't see any ROI. <laughs> In coming from an educated business family, yeah. to leave it all, yeah. to support some other guy's dreams. Yeah. And I was like, listen, bro, I'm the star of my own show. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry, but I am not interested in giving up my career, yeah. supporting you. Yeah. And then waking up when I'm 35 and being like, oh my God, you know what, my career went to dogs. I Elon Musk went to And then the guy also, you know, not feeling connected with the spouse. Yeah. So I think I've always been a very perceptive person. I've always hmm. been someone who likes meeting a lot of people and observing society. Yeah. And I personally didn't find in that generation this mindset of always making the guy feel bigger and better. Yeah. Uh, for no reason. Exactly. As the norm. And yeah. people are like, no, 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 you have to. You know, I'm like, for what? Put our resumes next to each other. It's matching, no? Hmm. So if, if, you, I'm gonna, if I'm gonna make you feel great, you also make me feel great. It has to be an equal partnership. It has to be equal. Yeah. So I didn't see, and I think I must be in the very few women in, the, in my generations, who was just not impressed enough with the man to put myself, I mean, not that I ever put myself down for anyone, but to, uh, you know, um, how do you say, like, subdue myself. And that's why that whole intimidation hmm. was like, listen, I'm being me. Yeah. If you're getting intimidating, that's on intimidated, that's on you. Yeah. Having said that, one thing which I do find, which is great now, uh, with a lot of guys who, I think maybe it came with social media, maybe it came with the whole startup generation, maybe it came with, I don't know what sort of sociological changes. But I find the guys these are a lot more woke. Hmm. You know, they're a lot more like, hey, you go girl, congrats, amazing, how do yeah. you do this, I'm so proud, this is awesome. Yeah. So I will uh, say that as women are finding their own footing very strongly, really going all guns blazing, a lot of guys thankfully have learned to catch up with us. Yeah, and step up also. And step bit. up also. Yeah. So if, if that trend continues, it's great. But any guy who feels that, listen, I'm going to enjoy this throne of feeling superior that I'm a man because I'm the son of the family, you're going to be like a total dinosaur in future India for sure. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think we've all met these people also. <laughs> <laughs> in common circles, maybe. It should be like a secret blog. Yeah, yeah. You know, in, in the US, there's this famous website they made called don'tdatehim.com. Really? Yeah. What yeah, is yeah. it well, about? Women used to give reviews on a guy. Really? So maybe uh, Barney Next all about business him. idea. <laughs> dot com, uh, dot com slash, slash you know, yeah. stay Don't away. Date him. Yeah. No ROI. Yeah. No ROI. Oh, that's. <laughs> Let's do this together. <laughs> all about him slash no ROI from this guy. No that ROI. No ROI partner. from this guy. It matches also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ajay, tell us, Avita, what is now next for you, for view? What are your plans? I think, dreams? you know, honestly, it's been like some 16, 17 years since I started this company. Yeah. And at some point, I just want to take a breath and sort of enjoy it all. Yeah. So, you know, when you're working, you're so focused. Yeah. You know, you just, you know, you have to have those blinders on and grow and, you know, put yourself, give you 100%. But I think now, uh, some, one of the things that I really care for is understanding that there's a younger generation coming in. Hmm. And we have to set the mold for the next generation of what we think they can do yeah. with businesses in India. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually building what I'm calling the museum. 
oh, which wow. is Views Museum, yeah. which I'm very excited about, which shows the journey of building a high-end luxury tech brand in India. Yeah. Because most Indian brands traditionally have always been the low-cost players compared to foreign brands. Correct. And I've been very uh, focused on building a premium brand. Yeah. And I really feel that that is what I want to build a sort of conglomerate out of, hmm. which is uh, brands in India in sectors where there are foreign players. It's yeah. not like, you know, you're making Indian wear and then saying, oh, we're number one, great, because no one else does. Yeah. But actually finding sectors, finding businesses, mm. and saying, okay, there are foreign players. Mm. We're the Indian-owned brand, but we're at par or even more superior. Yeah. So I think uh, at some point, I don't know when I will, two big plans which I have. One is to do my PhD, which I want to do in feminine power. Oh my God, it's on my list too. You know, if somebody asked me, what is the one thing you wish you had, it would be this. It will. Very yeah. usually something for an older yeah. age. The second thing is, I don't see why we can't like have like an LVMH out of India. Yeah. You um. know, India actually ha is technically the back end of the world. Yeah. Some more finance and uh, funding and confidence and common sense. Common sense being very important. Yes. Uh, I think definitely India is in, in a great opportunity yeah. to be the um, innovator yeah. in consumer products for the world. Yeah. You know, we used to be seen as this sort of Jugadu, low-cost player. Hmm. And I think now it's a good chance to change that and say, no, India is not just about low-cost manufacturing or outsourcing. Hmm. It's also about building brand and product, yeah. which is global. Yeah. Agree, 100%. And we're launching View in the Middle East and abroad. Wow. So I got to like live up to my own terms first. Very well done. Congratulations. Thank you, Habibi. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you for doing this fabulous chat. But how are you taking time out for yourself? How are you unwinding after hours? You know, uh, I think one of the best ways to find what rejuvenates your soul hmm is to go back to what you used to enjoy as a kid. Hmm. Agreed. So I have, uh, I think there are, as they say, there are hobbies that keep you creative and keep you fit. So I love dancing. I have a dance teacher and I keep making all these fun videos. You're a very good dancer, <laughs> I say. Thank you. I used yeah. to do stage shows at one point. Yeah. So I enjoy dancing. My building is a pool. I go cycling down Marine Drive often myself. Yeah. So I think that's uh, the, the, you know, as, as a kid, we used to not do workouts for exercise. We do a workout because we enjoy the sport. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's one thing. The second thing is also the creative part, which is something I thoroughly enjoy. I design my own house. I design jewelry. I design a lot of things. I bring that design knowledge into my business. You're a fashionista. I'm a fashionista. Yeah. I have like six stylists and I do all these shoots and I have a great time <laughs> doing all of them. I and love I it. think that's something I enjoy. And I think I just love people, you know, yeah. like I'm always looking for smart, young, fun, driven, independent, enthusiastic women like yourself to hang out <laughs> with. Because I don't know why people have this perception that business women are all like these manly people who all hate yeah. each other. That's not true. And who dress only in like badly fitted <laughs> pantsuits. My whole or problem growing up huh? was I would see covers of magazines and I would just be like this. Exactly. This is the pose and it's a very, very badly structured blazer and just badly fitted clothes. Yeah, or a sari. And it piss me off, yeah. Or is it, and and, be and different, little I bit. do feel that a lot of my free time, a lot of my time after hours at my house, or even if I'm traveling and all, 
I love meeting people and I love having amazing friends around me. I don't know why people have this mindset in business women especially, you know, ki aurat hi aurat ki sabse badi dushman hoti hai or some 70s movie dialogue. We need our girl tribe. We need women who are like-minded. We need women who are the people we can reach out to. We hype each other so much. We hype each other up. Fab, I love this. Congratulations. Yeah, like hey, what do you think? I'm doing this yeah. uh, podcast, yeah. I'm doing this show, etc. Yeah. So I think uh, e- uh, my after hours are all about then refueling myself yeah. physically, yeah. mentally, getting that energy back, yeah. spiritually, and making that as a boss, you're so giving so much of yourself away yeah. all day long. It makes sure that your off hours time, you're in that very feminine receiving mode. Yeah. Which will of course happen when you surround yourself with... Uh, Fab women. Good friends, good yeah. food, good clothes. <laughs> 100%. Speaking of that, now we're going to close this. But I have a very fun game. And I knew oh that God. you would be the best person for this oh my game. God. Is it about like boys and dating? Oh, predictable, no? But, but you know, I feel like you would be the only one who will have fun doing this. So, we'll do it together. Na? So, what I'm going to do is, I'm going to, you know, the uh, internet had this trend, uh, he's a 10 but. Okay. Right? So, I'll give you a situation where you imagine that there's this perfect guy, he has everything, but there's one thing that's wrong about him, which I'm going to tell you. And then what does that make him? Does it make him a okay. 5? Does it make him a 2? What is, you know, your opinion on that? I can see the finance graduate out here. Yeah. Being like, let me evaluate men in terms of yeah. numbers. Or <laughs> So he's a ten, but his mom buys his clothes. One. <laughs> if you make your mom do any of your adulting work, like buying your clothes and yeah. you know, planning your meals and all of that, it's too no, much. I don't want to adopt you. Thank yeah. you. Hundred uh, percent agree. Uh, he's a ten, but he doesn't drink wine. Can drink whiskey, yeah. vodka, gin, tequila. So long as he has something, huh? As long as he's cool with it, you know. Yeah. I've, to be, I'll just add this also. I've grown up with an environment where drinking is not a big thing. So yeah. I actually don't have a big charm to drink. Yeah. But people who are stopped from drinking, they to go mad yeah. in a social situation. Yeah. So if he's drinking sensibly, yeah, anything is fine. Anything is fine. Yeah. So kiss any pane ka. So ten only. Ha, ten only. Okay. Uh, he's a 10, but he calls espresso, expresso. Uh, I don't want to pay for his education. <laughs> so, minus. <laughs> so, yeah, not even like considered. Okay. Out. Uh, he's a 10, but he sleeps at 9 p.m. Someone wakes me up at mm. 5 in the morning, mm. I will slap them. Okay. So, 9pm, uh, bit if they can make it 11 o'clock. Hmm. At 9pm, he's a 3 on 10. At 11 o'clock, he'll become an 8 or 9 on 10. Uh-huh. So, the 2 hour difference will give you... Got it. Hmm. Got it. He's a 10, but he's never exercised in his life. Oh my God, minus 10. Huh. I can't handle people like, if, who are financially fit, but not physically fit yeah. or mentally fit. Very good point. No, please, get up at 5am if you do and go for a run. Yeah. Even if you sleep at 9am, yeah. but uh, please be like very uh, well taken care of. Yeah, agreed. Uh, he's a 10, but he snores very loudly. Uh, you know, people do snore if they're stressed or yeah. they have got sinus issues. But if you're a light something. sleeper, then having so a partner... So please fix it. Huh. 
so people who have physical ailments but have not made an effort to fix it hmm. or are aware of it and not fixed it then that lack of self awareness makes them a two hmm it's good storing ha it's the fact that you didn't fix it fair enough to. fair enough uh he's at end but he shouts at his at his staff see to be very honest uh most people i know who have been very firm bosses have had this culture especially in india where at one side they may shout it out at their staff especially if they're not following safety norms or they're not you know uh, being uh, uh you know hygienic or something but at the same time they really care for them yeah. they don't fire them or cut their salaries or in the lockdown yeah. or they count they they've been counted on as family if it's balanced well then i'm fine with it hmm but jabardasti ka going around screaming and shouting to show how powerful you are it is not yeah, uh, that's not attractive no, at all it's not attractive at yeah. all but yeah. if it's about being tough love i'm okay with it yeah okay great so he's a 10 but he makes less money than you as <laughs> most people at this time <laughs> i will teach you how to make more money <laughs> so that i don't think the money you know when we come from a family business i'll be very honest One thing that a friend of mine, a Delhi-based entrepreneur, actually told me that you know usually what happens with professionals, their lives and careers are a bit more like the education system. We kind of go like this. Yeah. Entrepreneurs' their lives are a roller coaster yeah. like this. Yeah. So you may be with someone who's prince one day and pauper the next, yeah. and then prince again. Yeah. So as long as I know that this person's trajectory yeah. is a roller coaster up and down. that is okay with me because yeah. all our families have seen yeah. you know the, any we've seen the peaks and troughs ups, uh, yeah. peaks and troughs yeah but if you're just thanda and yeah. you're like na you know jo thoda hai thoda ki zarurat hai i'll be like listen please go find yourself some basic bitch <laughs> i want someone who's driven agreed uh he's a 10 but he can't dance because you're a really good dancer <laughs> now that's okay i mean as long as he enjoys watching me dance yeah That's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I don't need some guy to be like some salsa expert. I mean, I feel like if they're too good, also have a problem a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you're like, who are you dancing yeah. with? <laughs> But I think I've always been attracted to like the opposite of like I'm a girls' girl. I like dancing and designing and drawing and all of that, and I have zero bone for sports. Yeah, I won sports teams and not gone for a single match. Yeah. So as long as he's really good at I don't know cricket, tennis, Something. or whatever guys do. Yeah. then i can be the dancer and you can be the yeah. or a batsman or something wo chalega yeah. balance ho gaya yeah like my dad growing up always told me that don't trust men who are great dancers because he's a very bad dancer now i didn't know that this, you know growing up that was the logic like he's like you know men who are very good dancers are little dangerous then i was like the men who don't dance well are also stupid only so it doesn't matter <laughs> across the board now boys are how they are i mean if he's a great dancer and he's straight तो फिर चलेगा अच्छा लास्ट वन ही बट ही सैमसंग टीवी लिसन दिस इज अ डियर ब्रेकर अपग्रेड और गेट आउट ओके दैट्स परफेक्ट थैंक यू दिविता दिस वॉज अ फन चैट and we should do this again sometime soon 100% if you're not like blocked off the internet for all the inappropriate comments no, no, no. i think usually the comment section open in the youtube video and i'd love to see all the trolls then we we'll chat misogynist after. men we'll discuss like, oh my god these two you know privileged girls <laughs> nepo kids nepo kids <laughs> but a hard working nepo kids yeah, yeah. that we are that we are, are hard working for sure kids. 
but good thank you devita for coming thank you lots of love Enjoyed always this. thanks bye bye